0: I don't give a fuck, dude. The US strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic
1: State.
2: Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hello and welcome to episode number 65 of yo, Planet yo, yo, Rage. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, so time can flies. This show,
1: can this show apply for Social Security now? 65? Is there anything left in <laughs> the Social Security coffers? <laughs> that's the question. question. Yeah. That is
2: the question. In Chicago, over the weekend, though, only 11 shot, one fatally. So hmm, a quiet a weekend. Yeah, it's practically a ceasefire. I know. Hmm. Maybe they're listening yeah. to Putin. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. You never can tell. But the tooth. Well, <laughs> we could probably do a whole dentist episode. Why not? Went to the, uh, to the new dentist today, yeah. and I believe I was right in thinking that the other dentist just didn't know what they were doing.
1: Oh boy, but she was pointy. Well well, I mean, as far as Dennis go. Yeah. And so you, you gotta you owe yourself a smack in the head for that, Darren. Give your give yourself permission to punch yourself.
2: Well, because well you just want to you don't want to assume <laughs> that somebody doesn't know what they're doing and you don't want to I know. always assume they don't know what they're doing. You're right. That Even should be the do. Do. That should be the <laughs> default. That they just have no clue what they're doing, and then it's like, okay, I've never you know, I had a gp when i was a kid as a doctor a yeah. female but it there was a split practice between her and a male so and, you know i never had a female dentist or anything i didn't want to be like this is sexist i don't want the chick oh god but the uh the part about because there's there's multiple prongs here right the part where the crown was catching the cheek he ground it down a little bit and it seems to be a decent amount better although it it's going to take a day or two or three to know really sure for sure but he's like yeah definitely you could see that the crown was a little bulbous at the back mm. and i'm guessing because it took him a few minutes and he's like i know it seems like i'm doing a lot of drilling here he's like but the material on the crown is so hard that it takes a while to go you know even a little oh. a little bit so i'm wondering if you know, the other dentist was just like, well, no, let's try let's try shaving the tooth above it, because that makes more sense. Oh no. Right. But the one above it is the one that I've been having issues with now. And that was originally when I went to the other dentist. I needed the root canal on the lower. And well, the one above it, there's just a couple of little cavities, so nothing to worry about. And then It was while filling the cavities that I got, well, that was a lot deeper than we thought, and it's, you know, right up on the nerve. So you're probably going to start having problems with that, but I can't do a root canal and crown because of, you know, where it is in your mouth. So, I mean, you might just want to
1: have that one extracted. Does everyone in internet land noticed how uh, Darren gives himself away as a Chicagoan when he says root canal? Root
2: canal, yeah. Do you want yeah. That everybody,
1: word? The rest of the world says root canal. Root. It's a root. But you Chicago gets root, and I bet you say up on the roof. Up on the, the roof. roof, yeah. Yeah, up yeah. on the roof, well, unless you're singing.
2: Unless then, you're singing. Then yeah. if you're uh, you know, up on the <laughs> roof, then you, you could get the right uh, inflection. But the this guy was like, well, I would have no problem... Doing a root canal on that tooth. It's just the question, he's like, you know, you only lose ten percent of your chewability, whatever your chew power. Yeah. With that tooth. He's like, but the problem after seeing the x-rays, which my next step, and I went online to uh make an appointment, so I'm waiting for a call back, is to go see the entodontist.
1: Wait a minute. Define that word, please.
2: Well, these are the ones that do the fun stuff. Like when you need your wisdom teeth out, and that, so they're more into the there's surgery. Spe-
1: Wait, if there's a specialty for guys, that, guys now that pull teeth, it's just not an all-purpose dentist. Are You kidding me? For the wisdom teeth, because a lot of times they're really? impacted. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I had. That's what almost killed me, or the guy did. He was such a big. Yeah. See that you needed an endodontist rather than. <laughs> I don't think they existed back then. It's possible. That was in 1873.
2: Well, yeah. the Alamo. They were still yeah. using leeches at that point. Exactly. Yes. And we looked at the x-rays and he wants to, uh, to get their opinion because he was showing me that the tooth right in front of that on the top, which was a root canal I had done, you know, by a dentist that really, I think knew what he was doing a few years ago. He's like, it looks like there is a little bit of an infection and that's right next Uh to the tooth where. I'm having the issue with now. And he's like, you could pull that one without a problem. He's like, as long as that next tooth is okay. He's like, what you don't want to do is pull that one and then he lose the dead. next one. He's like, I'm cause sure. you, you, you want to keep that back one, if anything, just to use as a bridge or something in order to, uh, you know, to keep the dental work in if you need to do so. So the antidontist that we're going to go see, they do um, your back.
1: You were just, I just had like a, 30 second blank spot here, Darren. Oh boy, your internet's going for, for you. Cause it's fucked up. It's <laughs> yeah. fucked up. So if you would just rewind that, I'd be grateful. Thank
2: so you. basically what we've got is to, uh, they don't want to pull that final tooth until they know the next tooth mm-hmm. is able to be repaired where that old root canal was. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, he's like, well, then you don't really lose much with that last tooth. He's like, but if you do, and that tooth next to it goes, then you have nothing to hold on a bridge or anything to hold the dental work. So the endodontist will take their 3D scans or whatever they need to do. And what he has written up is basically a consult with them to whether or not they believe we need a redo, I guess, you know, a rework on the two root canals and on doing the root canal on the tooth that's now giving me an issue. So I mean best case scenario we could have three root canal procedures coming up. Holy shit. I don't know how bad the re root canals are as opposed oh, yeah. to uh yeah. them being done originally, but you know, our buddy Adam Curry just had like what 12 or something extracted. So it's I'm he not going to complain. Teeth pulled? Yeah. This was part of that. what they needed to do and with him it was a similar kind of a thing which was uh you've had an infection in your teeth for years and it's i guess when they're not giving you trouble that's also a problem i don't know if how they normally if you would get the x-rays on that kind of stuff or what but that will be uh, the next trip once they call and and schedule that will be to see the entodontist and then figure out the mode of treatment but with that said i don't think that the root canal he just had was done perfectly uh, we know the crown certainly wasn't
1: placed perfectly. The same dentist did the, the root canal and the right. crown, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: So this now, guy actually seems to if know. To, if there's
1: another fucking guy to do extractions, why isn't there some a separate guy for root canal, for for caps, for cavities? I don't understand this. <laughs> why does well, that only get its own specialty?
2: I think the entodontists do the root canals as well, which maybe that's who you should go to oh. because that's more of a mm. you know a surgical thing. And yeah. that was where the original dentist, who I don't think did the the other one real well, mm. said if, it, if I needed a root canal, she wouldn't even do the root canal because of how far back in the mouth. And, you know, this dentist was like, I don't know why they would tell you that. He's like, it wouldn't be fun for you because you're going to, mm. you know, it's the time in the chair. He's like, but yeah. he's like, and. For me, he's like it would just be a. I would have to go a little bit slower because of mm-hmm. where it is in the mouth. He's like, but there's no reason why it can't be done. Yeah, and I think that's wow. the new world order. It's just ah, we don't push the problem, take the easy work, and push the bigger problems off to somebody else.
1: Maybe bucks. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. Sure. It's really frightening because you think that, uh, you know, both those people, I'm sure, have sheepskins on their walls that say they're dentists. Yes. But obviously, only one of them really is.
2: <laughs> Our buddy Blue Douche says the second root canal is hell. Well, that's good to know.
1: It's good to know. That. <laughs> I'll, I'll help you sleep tonight. You'll sleep well knowing that. Thank you, Blue Douche. Thank you.
2: It's like, yeah, yeah it's- if there's if there's infection that exists behind, you know, where the, uh, the original root canal was done, but... Hmm. You know, I guess I just look at it as the, uh, the bottom line is just get it done and get it done right. And whatever you have to deal with, you deal with because I'd rather have a short term issue. You know, OK, it might hurt for a little while, but I'd rather have a short term issue than long term. How long did George Washington have uh, wooden teeth? Let's see, you can use that. Just pull them all out. <laughs> it's way easier. But the fact that they have, you know, these like boutique things with the end dentist, obviously it's big business all the way around. Oh, and, yeah. And I get it, but maybe that's it. Make sure you go to the uh, to the specialist. It's just a question of how you know who's good at their job and who isn't. Because as I believe I mentioned on the last show, when I originally went to the dentist that I chose first, I went through, read all the reviews. Everything seemed legit. And Mm -hmm. it's only now over the last couple of months, there's multiple one-star reviews with people bitching about, you know, things from the work being done to being billed for or having a cleaning or something sent to collection that was five years old and paid. You know, I mean, it's, but this also, I guess, is the issue that the dentist that had owned that practice recently had sold it, which wasn't something I was aware of until, oh yeah, you see that's, that's a red flag as well. It is, New you know. People. I did an
1: episode on this subject uh, some time ago called "Experts," and really, that that is the most elastic word in the, in the English language. And I have found myself, you know, I am not a dentist, I am not a doctor, I am not a plumber, I am not an electrician, I am um, not I am not an auto mechanic. However, on multiple occasions, I have found myself knowing more than guys that were qualified and credentialed. In all those disciplines, repeatedly, which is fucking frightening. Yes. And it's, it's one thing when it's your
2: car. It's another thing when it's your health yes. and you're like, uh.
1: Correct. Yes.
2: It's really scary. Yes. Because you're putting a lot of faith that they know what they're doing. And then you don't want to be like, I mean, it's it's weird to doctor hop. You know, and that's what took you know, longer for me. I guess I immediately... You after to. you know like the first or second yeah. oh yeah we haven't fixed that yet should have been like you know i'm gonna find somebody else that may be the way to go yeah and
1: if your first in- inkling is, is you know i've i've
2: yeah yeah if your first inklings that something's going wrong it's like the worst you can do is go to somebody else and they'll tell you the exact same thing and then you know okay
1: Hmm. well that was like the uh i named the john c devore quote of uh of yesterday's show was him talking with adam about some movie called the glass onion which is getting a lot of heat i guess and and he said now and and i guess adam sat through the whole thing and Dvorak thought it was shit he said you know you gotta learn something time is valuable don't sit there watching that crap and i said yeah that that mirrors my my two minute rule uh, rule which any any type of entertainment if it doesn't grab me within 120 seconds click next boom out the door done I'm not sticking with it because he's fucking failed from the start. Any author, same thing with books. If I pick up a book and the first paragraph doesn't grab me, that book is shit. I don't care how much, how great the rest of it is. He failed at his job. His job is to hook you with that first paragraph. And be good.
2: It's probably not getting better. I mean, you can tell, and that's something I've had that conversation with my wife a lot because she's like, when it comes to a lot of these things, including reading a book, you know she'll be ten percent in. How is it? Eh, it's not that good.
1: <laughs> but why are you finishing it then? Why are you doing that? You're on your site is valuable.
2: So is your time. It's like yeah. that OCD. It's like, well, I started, so I should. Right. I should see it through. And movies are the yeah. same way. Especially if you're in the movie theater, it's harder when you paid a you know twenty bucks to go see a movie. Mm-mm. But I would still walk out and
1: have. Well, you know, there is a few people know this, but most theaters do have a refund policy. Where If you go in there and find that movie, absolute shit, you could say, hey, I want my money back. And for a long time, I don't know if it still holds true, but they'd fork it over and say, okay, here. Especially
2: if you're walking out 15 minutes into an hour and a half, two hour movie. Mm -hmm. Be like, I don't think so. Yeah. But a lot of people just have that need to stick with it. And I mean, granted. I get that to a a certain extent, but the long run, like you said, your time is way more valuable. And if you're not enjoying it, get out now. If you have an album, you know, if you're talking music, well, you can skip at least to the next song.
1: Exactly. Yes.
2: It's harder to do that with books. You can't just be like, "Well, let me just skip to the next chapter." <laughs> you might really maybe miss. Maybe it's something. a how-to book or something. But right. Yeah, if it's if it's a novel, no, it's not going to work. That's it. Your time is important, and. These reviews, and I've talked about that a lot, just in the scope of Amazon, because we got a bunch of free stuff to do Amazon reviews for years. And I know I did legitimate reviews, but even at the time, I saw the people who were giving nothing but five stars no matter what, because they were just collecting product. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really matter to them one way or the other. But yeah. you can tell most of the time online, it's like, it's it's really yeah. interesting when you go to two similar businesses and one has like a hundred reviews and one has three and they've been around yes. about the same amount of time, you're like, why is that? Usually the yeah. one that has a hundred well, we- are paying for them.
1: Yes, exactly. And I, I take the advice of the fabulous Ryan Bemrose. I know that, uh, that prefix bugs you when I use it in front of his name. That's why <laughs> I use it. It's kind of, this kind of like dvorak and, uh, and Adam with the, uh, what does he? What does he say that always pisses Adam off? Anyway, go ahead. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the Kara Swisher line. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Um, in one of our back way back when you guys started, Grumpy Old Ben's, we were talking this, and 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 he came up with a very good solution for that. See, he he skips right over the five and four ranked uh, reviews and goes right to the threes. It's the only place you're going to find any truth. You know, the ones are usually insane. It's like <laughs> I don't like this hard drive because it doesn't match my drapes. Right. You know. Okay. And um, and then the fives, you're right. It probably probably whores being paid off. But the threes, you're gonna get some. You're gonna get some good intel down in the threes. That's where I go.
2: I mean, there could be good intel all the way around. You just have to know that you can trust those reviewers.
1: Yeah. But like, but you're you're a techie, okay? So my daughter, my daughter's Mac. Uh, the second time the screen blew up, I may do a show about this. And I went. With her to the Mac store, which is a slice of fucking hell. Really, it's like being <laughs> it's like being at a fucking Biden rally. Really, it's just it's oh, that bad, you know? huh? It's that bad, and a Biden rally that's being held at Jimbery for preschoolers because there's all these little fucking like uh, 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 box seats on the floor, like it's story time. It's really insane. Um, but anyway, they, they, I've I've put in a few screens and laptops in my day. And, um, you know, it's doable and it, I, I never paid more than 80 or 90 bucks for a new screen. Well, they wanted 600 for a fucking screen on a, uh, on a seven-year-old machine. Uh, that's not worth yeah. what the machine's worth. Exactly. And now where was I go? Oh, so anyway, so, so she says, well, no, what I would do, dad so says, well, you know, what? here's, here's what you, do. you get. I'm going to get you a, uh, a one terabyte SSD drive. You're going to plug that fucked up Mac into my monitor load all your, sh- shovel all your shit onto that uh, SSD drive. And then, cause the rest of the Mac's going to blow up soon anyway. You know, you know, the, whatever, it just will. So, so we were shopping on Amazon last night. And like I said, I don't consider myself a technic- techie. I'm certainly not in your league, but the reviews of these things, I was looking at Western Digitals and Crucial, whatever. And several of these fucking reviews, these morons would say, This isn't a two terabyte hard drive. 1.81 is, is it only holds (laughs) 1.81 and no, no fuck. There's gotta be.
2: Oh yeah. And see the Apple people are taking Larry right down as his connection is, uh, is having some issues again at this point, which is the problem with technology overall is that sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. His head is gone, right? That's what Adam Curry would say but it's still showing up, but the little stats, which I've been watching here to show you the round trip. That's one very cool thing.
1: If you use clean feed, hello there, you're back. Okay. I I'm back. I guess I was gone. I don't know where, but you know, they're really fucking with me. It's the NSA. I'm convinced. Them. Um, where did you lose me there? And it was really painful to get get clipped in mid rant. <laughs> See, this is it. I'm like you were you were going fucking after thing. the Apple
2: gods, and they decided mm-hmm. to come and say no. Yeah. You were talking about the size of the SSDs
1: not matching. Right, right. So am I right? Yes. am I right? Well, it's always yeah. been the way. It is but with so hard many of these idiots said, oh, it doesn't it doesn't have full, it doesn't deliver what it said. I said, thinking, no, you fucking more And there they are. You know, and people are probably clicking that. geez, thanks, thanks for the intel. Yeah, I won't buy that one now.
2: It's amazing. It's one thing if you buy a two terabyte drive and it's a third of a terabyte
1: or something oh, like yeah. that. But well, yeah, well, there, well, there's, you know, I think we talked about this once before. Those Chinese ones are still yes. up there. Yeah. 16 terabyte SSD drives for, for hundred bucks. bucks. <laughs> they're cheap, right? <laughs> and they're fucking still there. Hey, Bezos, what's wrong with you? You've got fraud going on your company. Get rid of them. That is the
2: issue. And they don't do anything about that. But they got rid of all the good reviewers that were getting stuff for free because people bitched and moaned. Yeah, But they still have their system, the Amazon Vine, which you have to be invited to. I don't know the magic criteria one must have. Oh, really? I didn't know this to school me on this. It's been around forever, but it's something that is invite only that they will let you be a part of their little special review club, and they still do give away free product, but it's Amazon acts as the middleman. So if Western digital wants to give away a bunch of hard drives, they go to Amazon and Amazon distributes them through the Amazon vine program. And any review that is then done by those people you'll see. And there, I think there've been less lately than there used to be. But if you see a review that says Amazon vine, that means they got the product for free in order to do the review, Mm-hmm. which I mean, again, there are some people that will tell you, well, if you got it free, you can never do a good review. I say that's bullshit. It depends on whether the reviewer is honest or not. Sure, sure. And for people that have a specialty, somebody like our buddy Bandrew Scott. I was just going to say that.
1: Bandrew is the truth, man. He does not fuck around.
2: You know, I would rather have him reviewing a microphone than anybody else. Yes. I don't care if he gets them all for free. I know his system. And I know that even with the ones he's purchased, it's always going to be truthful. And the one thing I never got was the mentality of people, well, of course you're going to give it a five star. You want more free stuff. It's like, but if the free stuff is shit, why do I want it? Good point. Yes. I mean, I want the good (laughs) microphones for free. Sure. I'll take them all day long. Hmm. But if somebody's just sending me a crappy product, there was a company that made an equivalent to the cloud lifter, which is what I use to. Boost the signal on the microphone before going into the Mo 2. The Cloud Lifter is great. It's dead silent, Mm -hmm. but there have been a bunch of other companies that have come out with similar gadgets. And one of them I purchased and it was crappy and it was noisy. So I complained and, you know, gave them a link to my reviews. They're like, oh, well, you shouldn't have bought one. We'll send you another one. But it was exactly the same. And it's like, why would I want to do a good review of that product? It's garbage. Yeah, so I never understood that. Yeah, (laughs) it's like I want more garbage, so you can send me stuff that I'm not going to use because the quality is so bad. Yeah, but people don't get it. It's a
1: weird, weird world that we're living in right now. It is a weird world, but you know, to be truthful, and I'm always truthful. Is I I can't imagine there's there's so much bullshit in any any realm of of technology. I don't care where the hell it is. And since you're talking microphones, you know, you tell me. Tell me that the average person with with normal hearing can decipher any difference whatsoever between what I'm barking into or what you got with SM7B, whatever the fuck it is, a, you know, two, three, four hundred dollar microphone and a four thousand dollar Neumann. I don't believe so. No, especially when things are
2: compressed, they're thrown yeah. down into an MP3, which is what everybody listens. Nobody's listening to us yes. uncompressed. Correct. Once you get down to that point, most microphones will be absolutely fine if you know how to use them. Yeah. If you know how to minimize the noise around your voice. I mean, you can't just pick up a, you know, a blue Yeti and then be five, ten feet away and think it's gonna sound good, but some people do. Yes. But you can get a very cheap handheld dynamic microphone for twenty to fifty bucks. That'll sound yeah. Better than a lot of professional podcasts. If you know how to use it.
1: I had a blue Yeti and actually it was, it was probably, it's probably a good mic for if you do, you know, gangbang multi people sitting around a table or something, but for an individual, it was terrible, which I think any condenser mic is awful for this shit. If you're a solo. Yes. Well, it picks up everything in the room.
2: Yeah. And I think I've told that story before when I started podcasting, you know, 10, 15 years ago, whatever it was and had a little studio built down in the basement, which was basically a mixing board with a laptop. Mm. But I bought a couple of uh, decent microphones, but they were condenser microphones. That was long before I knew what the difference was. I was just looking Mm. at reviews of microphones. Oh, well, this seems great. No,
1: you just went away again. This is so.
2: This is when
1: the internet just. Wants to mess with you. Hey, I'm back, man. I fucking hate at and I just had this goddamn thing upgraded by the way, um, to whatever the fuck, you know, super duper fast speed because of shit like this. And it's
2: worse than ever. Well, see now, did it get bad immediately after they were working on no. it?
1: No, no, <laughs> no, of course not. It's like your tooth. It, it just, you know, it's, it's been sort of, you know, seeing some spinning wheels and the television and you know, video lagging and so forth. I just, att is such a shit company
2: nothing to do with the weather i mean we know you have bad weather yes
1: it's possible it has always been even you know the the, yeah when when it's been it's been raining torrentially for two weeks in la but only now this is the first time it really just quit like this i mean there's been slowdowns and intermittent glitches but i was gone for what now just probably three minutes straight at least
2: yeah right about there and i was watching the uh, round trip time and it's anywhere from like 120 milliseconds, which it is now. And at one point it was hitting 8,000. So that's like, what, eight seconds uh, round trip time for the
1: Holy shit.
2: I was surprised wow. it was holding it together as as well as it was. But, hey, we'll we'll keep pushing it. We'll see. Yeah. If it goes- I'd say I'm
1: sorry, but AT&T should be saying they're sorry. That's right. right. Should we call AT&T up? Should we Let's get- call them. Let's get them. <laughs> <laughs> get them. It's like an abs at a six-pack bit. Just start, yeah, we'll get somebody in Bangalore, give them sh- all kinds of shit for what's happening in the States.
2: Yeah. Just make uh, just turn it into content. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I <Right>. do <laughs> have a few clips. Uh, oh, there good. wasn't a lot.
1: Oh, I know. Why is that? We're all the ranting people. Was everybody on drugs or something? <laughs> yes. Uh, mood levelers. What the fuck? I think so. People are nothing getting from Scott, nothing from Tina. I'm so bummed. Well, that's, you know, that's an oddity as well. Yeah. Uh,
2: from neither one of those but this was uh the biden administration admitting a problem which i thought this was great hmm.
0: Um, The Biden administration quietly admitting canceling the Keystone XL pipeline was an economic mistake. The Department of Energy completing a congressional mandated report late last month, which found that the project would have created between 16 and 59,000 jobs. It also would have had a positive economic impact on between uh, of between nearly uh, three and nearly 10 billion dollars. No public announcement was made on this.
2: So, okay, whoever this was. uh, Hello doing the news report you still there i'm still here whoever it was doing the news report doesn't read very well no but the bottom line was the turning down turning off getting rid of the keystone pipeline cost a lot of jobs and a lot of economic growth
1: and i would say those numbers those those figures for billions is way fucking low because you're talking sixty thousand jobs I, I can't remember the exact what she said, how many billions. Like between it, it's three and 10 a multiple. billion. right. It's multiple of that. The multiple, that's way low ball bullshit. Wow. Because you're not
2: taking into effect the domino theory of yes. what everything that has happened mm-hmm. because of Biden basically going to war yeah. with the fossil fuel industry because, oh, the planet's dying. Yes. Even though there's no proof of that. I mean, that's I know that is climate denying but I still haven't seen proof, but I thought it was funny. And I don't remember if this was within the last week or slightly before
1: even Cardi B's getting upset. Did you see this clip? You know, I'm so mad. I didn't click on that. What did Cardi say? I saw the link, but they didn't. What, what And
2: everybody, this is funny because everybody was covering. I'm like, do we even want to cover it? But she's, she talks kind of funny. Yeah, so she's it's
1: fun. Yeah. I remember right at the dawn of COVID, her, her video had me laughing for days. Shit's getting real. Shit's <laughs> getting real. Remember that? It was great. Yeah. And they didn't even name it COVID. Then. She was screaming, coronavirus. Shit's getting real.
2: <laughs> she is entertaining. No question Jeez. about it. Now, this is her reaction to what's going on with the grocery stores and your food prices.
3: Let me tell you something. When I be complaining about food prices, and y'all motherfuckers be like, "Ain't you rich? Why are you complaining about lettuce? Why are you complaining about this?" That just goes to show me when you be when you become successful, when you have money, you gonna fucking you gonna go broke soon because y'all not budgeting. Wow,
2: well, I mean, for one, talking about budgeting to the kids today—that is—that
1: is amazing. Harris. That's heresy. So you can't do that. She's in trouble. They're going to cancel her ass for that. I know. How dare you? How dare you talk the B word? She should just be talking about equity.
2: Uh-huh. Mm. Not yeah. budgeting what you've got. Oh no.
3: no. I get a summary of the money that's being spent in my home every week. So when I'm starting to see they're like groceries, is like tripling up.
2: And I also think this is great because you hear stories all the time mm-hmm. of celebrities. You know, Billy Joel was one of them. That was like, oh, my money guy fucked me. And, you know, by the time they figure it out,
1: it's all gone. The fact that the fact that Cardi B and and Elton John all three of those guys were bankrupt at one point.
2: Yeah. The fact that Cardi B is getting a weekly breakdown of what they're paying for her groceries, I think is fantastic.
1: It says a lot about Cardi. She's obviously a smart chick. It's like, I want to know where my money's going. That's
3: nothing wrong with
1: that. Nothing wrong with that.
3: It's like, hey, yo, what the fuck is going on? I want to see for myself what the fuck shit is being spent on. And, like, when I go to the fucking supermarket, like, I went to the supermarket, and I'm seeing that everything tripled up, that, like, lettuce was, like, $2 a couple of months ago, and now it's, like, fucking 7 Of course I'm going to say something. The fuck? Because if I think that shit is crazy... I could only imagine what middle class people or people in the hood is motherfucking thinking. So yes, I'm going to say something. The fuck, and I have a big platform. So I do want anybody that's responsible of these fucking prices to put that shit the fuck down. They're gonna see my shit. They might put it down. So shut the.
1: <laughs> guardian i giving that clip of the day, Darren. That was great. <laughs> that was masterful. But what I want to hear from her next is fuck Joe Biden. That's what I want to hear from her next. Yeah, it's like, do you have that Joe Biden regret yet?
2: He engineered this. He's the reason for it. And she's right. It's like, she's got enough money. The reality is what's being paid for her groceries is not hurting her at all. No. But she knows that the people that follow her are basically middle class, lower class. And, you know, they can't afford the food. They can't afford the the natural gas here for heating i know my in-laws just got their bill and like 320 bucks or something for yeah. a month of heating the mm-hmm. the
1: house it's like that's that's up that's a big time i have to i have to stop you here to give you a major hat tip and tell everybody they fucking need to listen to randomthoughts.com because i say as I, every episode i always learn something from that it's always worthwhile that's Darren's one of his other 17 shows, you should know. It's appreciated. Yeah. It's the one that all my family listens to, so I have to be nicer yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> some shows back you were we you you got into you know space heaters and fuel costs and all this shit. And it's a you kind of it was kind of a toss-off thing you said about a space heater and getting a heavier duty extension cord. Right. Right. For, right. Okay. So so I have this, I have this. Basically, a cast iron. It is, you know, I don't know if it's a cast iron, but it's a heavy metal, old cast iron style r- radiator. Of course, it's filled with some type of oil. You plug the fucker in, you turn it up, and I stick it next to where Moose sleeps because Moose is not a sled dog. He's a fuck. He's mostly poodle, so he's he's built to sip, you know, espressos on the boulevard at Sh- the Champs Elysees and watch pointy chicks go by. He's not he's as well. He should well. as well. He should. He's not built for cold. And so the, the, the outlet to this thing was quite a ways off and I had stuck just like a, a regular household, I don't know, eight, 10 foot, uh, um, extension cord in this thing. And after you said that, it got me thinking, right. And for the fuck of it, I looked at it, gee, you know, this thing looks a little feeble, looks a little weak. And so, um, I, I looked at where the connector from the, uh, from, from the, 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 the appliance itself to the court. And it was fucking melted. Ooh. (laughs) Yes. That's not good. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you. You may have saved me a, you know, burned down home. And uh, that went away very quickly. Then I dug even deeper and they said for things like microwaves, uh, you know, shit that pulls a lot of amperage, you really shouldn't use any extension cord at all. Right. If you do, it better be fucking, it better be robust. Right. And that's what these were made for,
2: for, uh, appliances or the portable air conditioners. Cause sometimes you just have to have an extension cord. Yeah. And with the little space here, because unfortunately the things only come with a cord that's like six foot long. So if you don't have mm-hmm. a, right. An outlet close, it's like, well, of course you need one, but yeah, you have to put the money in and nobody wants to, cause it's like, well, why it still works. And I put it into a cheap cord. Well, because it no. couldn't burn your house down.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah. I don't even know if a lot of people realize that, that there are ratings on these things that are only meant to handle so much. Sure. Which is where people get into trouble. It was like the last show when we talked about the woman dying because she had carbon monoxide poisoning because she was in her car in the blizzard. Yeah. And didn't clear out, you know, behind it's like, you can't run your car if your exhaust pipes are closed up. No, but people don't get it. They don't. But it was no. nice to hear Cardi B that was concerned. That was, and
1: That was a great clip.
2: And he's, I think she is turning day. against Joe, although
1: I don't know. Uh, you know Did most, she ever like Joe? Did she like come out uh, up for Joe? I don't mean I haven't followed her that close.
2: I think she was, yes. a Because uh, she was a very big anti-Trumper, I believe. Oh, okay. Which, unfortunately, the, the hatred for Trump got you something even worse, which is what nobody ever wants to consider. Like, well, right. what happens if the... You replace this with something even worse, which I mean, this went in even to my, uh, you know, thought pattern with the dentist. It's like, well, what if the other guy you go to is even worse than the first? You know, I mean, you don't know. You have That's to. True. But then there's a lot of dentists out there. Yes. Oh, my God. There's a lot of dentists. Yeah. I mean, the two we that I've gone to, I could actually walk to from the house. That's and See. we're not in a city, you know, we're not in a downtown area. So. Right. That's how close both of these are, which Mm -hmm. is great. I mean, I don't want to have to drive an hour to a dentist if I don't have to. Now, if you find somebody good, you know, my retina guy who was here Mm -hmm. now is about 45 minutes away. And I continue to go to him because I think he knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So you find a doctor that's good and it's worth driving a little bit. But as you said, there's dentists everywhere. And it's just hard to vet. I mean, the greatest thing you can do is have family and friends who have gone to somebody for a few years. Yes. Beyond that, you can't trust anything. You can't trust
1: the reviews. Yeah. But even then, you don't know because one dentist, a very good friend of mine years ago, turned me on to this guy and you know he had nothing, sang a bunch of praises about him. So I thought, okay, yeah. So I went to see this guy. And he's, oh, you got, you got a cavity here. Okay. guy told me I had like six fucking cavities. And I thought, that's bullshit. That just can't be. Because I, I do pretty good dental hygiene. Don't need a lot of candy. You know, I thought, okay, thanks. Bye. Went to another guy. What do you think? Anything going on here? Nah, you're clean. See ya. <laughs> wow. Okay. From
2: six cavities From to six nothing. six to
1: zero. He was, well, he wanted a drill for
2: gold. Fucking prick. Yeah, somebody was trying to buy a boat. Yeah. It's about what it comes
1: down to hmm so and to I bet and another one. Oh, I had another one with a, a chick dentist. Some years ago, my wife went to this broad, and I'm not into the fucking endless X-rays. You know, in fact, I find that when I do get them, somebody zaps my head 19 times. I, that gives me a fucking headache. I, I sometimes I feel like I'm throwing a halo, an aura from from X-rays. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and I forget what the issue was. Was some it wasn't a major thing. It might even be just a cleaning or something. I think it was. And I went to this woman and she says, Oh, well, you know, I can't, I can't do, this, can't do this until I work up a full set of x rays. I says, I don't want that. I just want to, just want a cleaning. You would have thought that I, you know, insulted her or something. She gets so fucking furious. And I said, No, I don't want a, I don't want x rays. Well, I'm the dentist here. I said, Yeah, you are. And it's my fucking head. <laughs> yeah, I just want a cleaning. So the apron came off and I walked out. Nice. That was it? Yeah.
2: I did like with this new one that they had uh, the big computer screen, you know, the monitor at the front of the yes. room. Oh, yes. So the minute that the picture is taken, it pops up there. Yes, yes. And that's nice because then you can see exactly, you know, it's, it's. You, I mean, obviously it could be faked, but you yeah. get a pretty good idea of what's going on. Sometimes it makes you ill. You don't want to see what, what's up there. I know. Well, that's where it's yeah. like, well, see here, you can still see, you know, they went down pretty far with the root canal, but they could have gone yeah. a little further. And this area here looks like it's starting to get infected yeah. and here. So that's why I was like, well, you know, how about, do I need an antibiotic? So he gave me some amoxicillin. So mm-hmm. hopefully that, because I'm like, I don't know, this, the tooth problems yeah. kind of started about the same time that the AFib mm-hmm. started uh, hopping back up. And, That is one thing that can definitely do it if you have an infection. People say that's
1: it's very much related. Yes, yeah, yes.
2: So it's like give me the you know give me the amoxicillin. Even you know Mm. if it's on the uh, on the cusp at all, then let's uh, let's get that taken care of, and then uh, and then find out what's going to be next. Hopefully, it Mm. won't be anything uh, too gory. But I mean, if it is, it'll be great content because gory dental work will definitely piss me off. And it'll lead to rage. And then that'll be good because nobody else is raging. That was probably the holiday season. Too many people just like not getting shot here in Chicago. There's not enough to rage about.
1: I have faith that they'll up those numbers soon. I do.
2: Oh, yeah. Especially once the weather starts to get a little warmer. Yeah. You'll uh, You'll have that without a problem. I pulled a clip from a guy. I played him before actually on Random Thoughts, which is very rare. But he is uh, Stephen A. Smith, who, if you watch ESPN, he is oh, the man. black guy that's always, always ranting. Because he's always good to go to. Oh, yeah. If I remember him. Yeah, yeah. When you're looking for a rant. I did not realize that he is now the number one moneymaker on ESPN. I guess he's getting paid like $12 million a year.
1: Holy shit. I know. To rant? That's a pretty good what the gig. What fuck is wrong with us? Why are they paying us $12 million a year? We'll rant for them for far less. I know, it's a great gig. But even he admitted that
2: ESPN went a little too far into the woke world. hmm I've never been an aficionado when it comes to the world of politics or even social justice issues, but I've always had a passion for current news. I've been a journalist my entire career. And so for me, I've always paid attention to what's going on in the world of news. When Jarek Taro came on board, obviously he made a concerted effort for us not to get into politics per se. And I want to tell you that I stood up and support him on that. And I still do, because we did get to a point over the years at ESPN where it was too much politics. It was the politicization of too many different things. And with the sports fan got to a point where they were sending a message that they didn't feel like their needs were being met. And so Jimmy Tarro comes on board and he instantly addressed that. And I supported that because I think people have a right to get what they tune in to see from you. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. And that's exactly it. You don't want to go outside of your lane. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get it. You've got a television network And you want to make all the social justice points that you can. But when people just want to tune in to see a ball game, they don't want that. No. And you have to be able to separate that. But that's what a lot of people can't do at this point. They're like, well, I'm on TV. I'm going to say something. I'm going to make sure. It's like, but that's not your job. No. Go get a job with a news network, although nobody's watching those. No, they're not. I saw something the (laughs) other day where CNN's viewership was down. Like another third or something. And this was over the elec- an election year, which is normally mm-hmm. you get a little bit of a boost on. But I mean, really, what yeah. is good about watching any of the cable news? I can't do it anymore.
1: No, I haven't watched it in forever.
2: It's all garbage. I mean, I watch yeah. O'Reilly, and that's because it's a little homespun one guy, and you know his biases, you know what you're going to get. He, at least I believe tries to be accurate, mm-hmm. which anybody can say, we're giving you a, a non-biased opinion, but everybody's biased. We know that now. Yes. You can say you're not biased. You could try to get to the truth of things, but you're still going to be bringing a little bit of the bias. And we know now that most people choose what to watch when it comes to news, which is just the saddest part about everything. And I don't know when, this happened if it was always the way it has been or not but people tune in for confirmation bias they tune in to hear what their views are mhm which what does it really f- make better in your life what do you learn by going to you know to get preached
1: to the same you know you're the choir the chamber. but that's uh-huh. that's just that's just human nature i mean when people you know whenever <laughs> Whenever somebody like 99% of the time somebody asks your opinion about anything whatever the fuck it is you know what do you, how do you like my new shoes or you know, my 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 automobile or whatever. they're garbage notice how that's framed how it's spoken yes it's not do you like uh that's or true. do you hate it's how do you so it's just, there's a supposition in the structure of that sentence that you already like it it's just what to what degree <laughs> and that's the way it is with everything they want fucking they don't want an opinion they want validation of their own Right. They don't want to hear that. You
2: think they're that's the ugliest uh, shoes yeah, or. Exactly. Flawed individuals. That's what people are. We, are, we all are. Yes. And it's great. <laughs> Everybody wants the pat on the back, but. Yeah. <laughs> the reality is that's not where you're going to learn. No. But I appreciated that from Stephen A. Smith, because he's a very liberal guy. Is he? And the fact that even he's like, you know, ESPN, you you went a little too far. And people have the right, because sports has always been an escapist kind of thing. You don't want to bring your daily problems to it. Yes, sure. And you certainly then don't want to feel like, you know, and this is where Michael Jordan, I believe, had it really right when he made a comment. I mean, at least it's what I remember being attributed to him about Republicans buying sneakers too, which was the reason Mm -hmm. he wasn't very political. It's like you have to realize who what your fan base is. Mm -hmm. And why would you want to alienate them? Now, if there's a big injustice going on in the world, by all means, speak out about it. But a lot of these people just go down a rabbit hole. And it's like, you're just asking for people to dislike you. Because most of the time when it comes to athletes in politics, they have no idea what they're talking about either. So they should all be podcasters.
1: Absolutely. Because four million isn't enough. We need more. Right. We need more we need more podcasts. <laughs> hey, I've got like four million
2: of my own. That's all I know. <laughs> now you got a couple of Rogan clips on here. Do we want the I, Vax I, one I or uh
1: let's wh- go with the uh let's go with the um the Portnoy one first, which is I found pretty fascinating. It's and it's definitely more in keeping with the uh, title of this show. And he is
2: that's the guy from Barstool Sports, right? Or- Correct. Yes. Tommy Fury is not
0: a real boxer. Of course he's a real boxer. No, chance. he's a professional boxer. Is he a world champion? No, but he's it. Maybe he is. Is he? No. What is he? What is like, Tommy, Tommy Fury? He might have some sort of a title.
1: If he does, it's a name only. I, I saw Tommy Fury box. He is not a boxer. Well, he's definitely. <laughs> he's a boxer. He's not a box. What does that mean? He's, exactly. Which is really funny because I'm. You know, I know very little about Portner other than he, I think he's gotten fabulously wealthy. Yes. For being a sports pundit, right? Barstool Sports, Jay. Okay? And, um, you know, I'm not a, I'm a, I'll say I'm a boxing fan. I'm far from an aficionado. I can't quote, you know, who, who went down and what ran round, round and what the ref was in, you know, 1937.
2: No, but you've been can't. following it closer than most for the last couple closer of years. Closer
1: than most people. Yeah. You know, and, um, and I, you know, and, and so and I've, and I've, I've, I've been to enough fights, seen enough to know when I watch a guy, somebody who knows what they're doing, as opposed to someone who does not. And but, and Rogan, um, he's the fucking truth. I mean, that guy is kind of an MMA guy. He's not just uh, muscle bound. I I certainly, <laughs> I, I wouldn't throw down with Joe Rogan, and I would caution anyone else who would who would attempt to. He, he knows this. He knows this. He knows of what he speaks. What the fuck did they? I guess maybe portnoy's ex- expert in you know ball sports or something. But but as he as he goes on, he says he's not a boxer. It's really funny, and it's funny how heated this becomes and he reminds me of as you'll go on instead, instead of portnoy's face substitute wojack's face for every fucking meme where he's screaming what's the source <laughs> <laughs> okay go only a boxer
0: well he puts on gloves he's definitely a boxer but is he a boxer like his brother
2: well, no well clearly but you tommy fury would not we would not know who tommy fury was if his last name wasn't fury
0: Probably we wouldn't know as much about him. I don't, but he's still a good-looking guy. He's built great. He, you know, he looks well, like a, are, he yeah. looks the looks the part. Looks the part, no doubt. But what
1: I'm saying, when I guess, he's let a me good journeyman boxer. Let me rephrase this. I'm not. I, I think Jake Paul would kill Tommy Fury. <laughs> stop, stop. Now this this really reveals Portnoy's roots as a mouse clicker. Jake Paul is a joke. Hello? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. I saw him fight. Uh, he, he was on the undercard of the Tyson, uh, what was the other guy's name, fight a few years ago. I was back east and watched it with my brother in law. We had a great had a great time. Um, and Jake Paul was the undercard and he, he fought a fucking basketball player. It's- I mean, please. <laughs> you know, and, he, and it, it really wasn't that. I mean, he, he beat him, but it wasn't a route. And for him to say something like that is completely retarded jake paul
2: <laughs> well there are a lot of pundits who will say things that they have no real uh sense of reference for saying because they have to make the content
1: yeah i wouldn't do it with joe rogan though i mean that's <laughs> no you're gonna be no, i'm sure i'm sure joe rogan is, is an aficionado of all the martial arts from boxing on down i mean you know it's it, clearly it's it's a fucking a big passion for him. clearly
2: yeah, well, one of these guys knows what they're talking about. And the other one is from Barstool Sports.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, keep going. It gets better. That wouldn't change. I don't know how good Jake Paul is, but I don't know. I do. I know how good Jake Paul is. Not very. <laughs> okay. Just just saying. <laughs> I don't know of any boxer who can bring enough to a Jake Paul so fight. Here's,
0: here's Tommy Fury. You tell me this guy doesn't look like a boxer. You're out of your fucking who, mind. Who is he fighting? But I don't give a fuck, dude. Look at this. Look at this! He's fighting a professional boxer. The guy's fighting looks good, dude. You're crazy if you don't think Tommy no, Fury's I a boxer. Think... Look at that uppercut! Shut the fuck up, dude. No, shut the find, fuck up. Watch what, this. Find, look, just look Tommy Fury. At this. Time, find the Tommy Fury fight dude. on dude, the Jake shut the Paul Dude, Shut the fuck this up. This guy and, cannot. Please shut the fuck up and watch this. Watch <laughs> what he's doing. This motherfucker is 100% a boxer. Can you you're, find yeah. me the record just,
1: of Rocky? this. Stop. Watch this. Watch this.
2: Look at. Well, I don't think I've ever
1: heard Rogan this animated, right? Yeah, because I mean he's he's totally in Rogan's wheelhouse, and Rogan knows what he's talking about. And regrettably, there was you know this, of course there's a video clip, and there was a little you know, picture within picture of of uh, of Tommy Fury, you know, mixing it up with some dude, and you could see even in that small thing the guy he he, he does know what he's doing. And he, and the other thing beyond for a guy like Portnoy is this: when I first moved to LA, I used to work out of this fantastic gym that was owned by a, a former top ten ranked heavyweight. And we became very good friends, very close. He passed away a few years ago, unfortunately. He's, he was a great guy. He he might have he might have made it right to the top, except he he we went down on his Harley and damn near amputated his right foot. Out and so, end a career. He opened this gym, and it was unlike any gym I've ever been in in my life. It was built in an old um, filmway soundstage, right? So the fucking ceilings were probably forty feet high with skylights that would open up. So it never reeked of sweat. It never, it never had that, you know, <laughs> that, that gym fragrance. You could, you could swing a fucking barbell and never hit anybody. It was totally spacious. And half of the gym was the squared circle, heavy bags, speed bags, all the shit. Cause he was, he, there was a, a tremendous boxing clientele. that would go there and professional athletes. I used to work out with, not with <laughs> next to Hulk Hogan, Brutus beefcake, uh, uh, you know, jesse Ventura. they would all hang out there the other half of it was free weights it wasn't a machine in the place he didn't believe it anyway i'm getting besides myself um but i i would many times be working out in there and i would see top ranked amateurs in that ring fighting and, and and or working out and i would i would be agog at the just just the fucking speed right. these guys had alone it was it was incredible they would hit those bags it sounded like a machine gun Okay, and they weren't even fucking pros yet. Right. Okay, and the chasm between those guys, between gifted amateurs and pros is the fucking Grand Canyon. So this fucking idiot, Portnoy, to bring up fucking Jake Paul. I mean, it's just just so funny. It's just so funny to think a guy who made his bones and became sick rich on being a sports authority, pontificating about something clearly of which he has zero knowledge. Zero. But he's sticking to his guns. Instead of just saying, you know what, Joe? You know more than I do. You're right. This fucking this guy. Well, this okay.
2: is what he does about everything, though. I mean, that's, I that's his yeah. thing, which is he, he wants to comment on everything. He's very comfortable coming out of his lane. And I appreciate people that try to do that. But if you run across somebody who has more knowledge than you, then be prepared
1: to yeah. be told you're full of shit. <laughs> boy, does Rogan ever do that? I think there's a little bit more before yes. we're done.
0: Yeah. this. Yes. Look at this. What is This that? guy's a fucking boxer, that man. That doesn't prove it. Find me the r- record of Boggianski. Just look at this. Just look at that, what he's doing. That's. I don't give a shit. Look at the way he's delivering these combinations. The he's 100% one. a boxer. No. Dude, you're high. You're no. fucking high. Look at Maybe that right cigar. hand. Dude, look at this fucking punching ability. Tommy Fury is 100% a legit boxer. You're out of your mind no. if you don't... Look at this. What, what, look look do at that you right hand. That
1: <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> not that Joe Rogan needs any more uh, promotion, but still when he's right, he's right. So there
2: that's good content.
1: That's good. 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 Like I said, I never saw him so, so hot or
2: pissed off. Well, that's interesting because the thing, and I don't watch a lot of Rogan. I think I've seen the episodes that Adam Curry has been on. And I think there may even be one that I haven't seen, but I've watched those. I watched Ted Nugent with, um, and maybe one or two other episodes. So I don't watch a lot of Rogan, but the one thing I took from the episodes that I've consumed was that he's a very good listener. Very. And he is more than likely to just say a word or two and let the guest carry everything. So this is a very interesting interaction where he's, no, no, I'm not, he had had enough. I don't know what came before this. <laughs> he was yeah. he was looking to uh, take Portnoy down a notch, and I think he did really well. He did. But that is more like what Planet Raid should be: twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Just people <laughs> arguing. <laughs> yeah, you know, but having that debate, having those arguments, which I think maybe we're just seeing less and less of that because it's almost not. thing anymore as far as seeing two people do this and spar verbally it used to be what was normal on the news programs i mean bill o'reilly when he was on fox a big part of it was bringing on people that he disagreed with to argue
1: sure and then you had that old standby years ago, was it firing line with bill buckley a million years ago and then there was the other thing was it the uh, it was a guy with a jowly face. Um, I mean, an Irish name like McLaughlin. It was a McLaughlin report. Could something. be the he McLaughlin be, group. McLaughlin group. Yeah, they do that shit. They kind of go get the loggerheads about stuff. And it was good. It was fun to watch. You learn something. Yeah. Now it's just echo chambers. No matter what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's the echo chamber. You don't learn anything.
2: Nobody has the debate because you can't offend somebody by disagreeing with them.
1: Well, and plus, people don't want to be confrontational, as we found out. That what's that broad offering courses and to uh, Gen Z's and millennials and how to uh, answer the telephone because they communicate only by text.
2: Well, yes, yeah, So this is a problem. Yeah. The lack of being able to communicate verbally is a problem. Yes. And it's because of the devices, because people just get way too comfortable because you can, you can't really confront somebody via text. I mean, just imagine that. Right. Imagine like texting your wife. Were you cheating on me? <laughs> I mean, who's going to text that? <laughs> but this maybe the millennials do. I'm sure people do. You get plenty of time to decide what your answer is going to be or if you got the text or <laughs> no, it's it's such a different way to communicate and you don't get any of the sarcasm. You miss out yeah, on so know. much Punch by it, not it, hearing. Yeah. You know, and, and that mm-hmm. is, that is. <laughs> Looks like the stream is dropping a little bit now, so I wonder if this is my connection is it, too.
1: Is it raining in Chicago?
2: No, just maybe bullets. Uh <laughs> <you> do <don't> know. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, because the stream cut out. I'll, I'll give it a second and then, uh, all right, and then it. But
1: this is this is weird, man. Today's a weird connection day. It is a weird connection. Is, is it mer- Mercury in retrograde? Is that it? Maybe. I tell you what, I always thought that was completely fucking idiotic, but there was some time several years ago where that happened and all my digital shit was going haywire right down to like a fucking Radio Shack, uh, you know, solar powered uh, calculator that was just the, the numbers were suddenly Greek. They weren't even Arabic numbers anymore. It was very, very bizarre. And the next day it was okay. Nice. So yeah, we're back now.
2: But yeah, I don't know. It's a weird connection day all the way around.
1: Now, we have Rogan on the
2: Vax. Is he as uh, animated with this? No, he
1: is not as animated here. And this is a very, and what happened was when I was trying to get this clip, my internet was cutting out then. (laughs) That is not easy to do. do. It's really annoying. And so it's actually, in in its entirety, I think it's like a six minute, 20 second clip, something like that. But I just, I couldn't snag it all because (laughs) the internet gods weren't cooperating. And plus it needed some trimming. So I wasn't going to drop that on you. I don't know what the length of it is. It's significantly less less that but in his he did a, a basically a six minute monologue um that really summed up the whole thing from start to finish as good as anybody ever has and i found it like i said i'm, I'm not a regular rogan fan I, I rarely listen to him i never watch him i don't watch anybody i just i'm strictly an audio guy when it comes to this stuff um but i listened to that i thought man this guy's he really he's, he's pretty goddamn good he, he deserves the success that he's having I'll say that. I'll say that much. And if you listen to this, he's very measured. He's a very smart guy.
0: They, that everyone got anti vax out of hate. The idea that I didn't get vaccinated out of hate, I find so ridiculous. Like, I don't hate anyone. I am a loving person. I do it on purpose. I go out of my way to be as charitable and as kind as possible. And when I don't, I feel very disappointed in myself. If I make any decision or a statement that I feel like doesn't align with that maybe flippantly in the moment maybe joking around I've I'm very disappointed in myself I'm very self-critical when I see something like that I'm like that is ideological capture at its highest level because put that back up again so what, what you're, you're seeing one of the things that she's realizing here is that there is a narrative Stop. and one of the yes. narratives
1: is what what he's talking about? There was a doctor who made a post on Twitter, and she's clearly out of her head. And her post essentially said, um, um, "I've I've I got the I got the mRNA vax. Uh, it's it's fucked my health up. I, I know it did it, but I'm glad I did it anyway because I took one for the team." There's some pretzel logic for you, and that's what's triggered this this. Uh, this Unrightfully rightfully, so, but uh
2: from from Rogan, yeah, yeah, well, everything is statistics at this point, yeah, and we don't really know I don't we probably never will know what the end result of all this was because there are so many people involved,
1: yeah, but if you if you listen to more of what he's saying, i mean it, the I think it's it's become abundantly clear, and what's really so funny is they 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 won't stop, it's just they won't fucking stop with this. Um, with oh yeah, faction. there's another booster. Yeah, I mean it's just a never ending thing. It's been proven, you know. It's just it's just been it's it's been falling like dominoes, one after the other. From it doesn't it doesn't stop infection, it doesn't stop transmission, um, it doesn't keep you out of a hospital, doesn't keep you from dying. I mean, all they can say now about the mRNA is it you know you'll be less sick, which is completely contrafactual. That's like saying, hey, you know, Darren, we we both have ten fingers and two eyes, so uh, you know. Uh, or and and so does Eric Clapton. So we should all play guitar as well as Eric. We should, right? <laughs> we should. Why don't we? What the fuck? I mean, it's exactly the same. I mean, it's like I mean, if what are you? You're six six. I'm sure, well into the two hundred pounds. If we if we sat down and started pounding whiskey, I got a strong suspicion you could probably put me under the table. Probably, yeah. It's all genetics, okay. baby. It, it, gene- exactly. So they're applying that that same fucking um, line of reasoning to the effectiveness of a vaccine that's not a vaccine at all. Saying, well, you, you'd be less sick. Bullshit. It's a complete bullshit line. Unprovable.
0: Is The vaccine might be bad for you. So she's saying, even if it turns out I injected actual poison, the idea that you wouldn't be upset that you were duped into injecting actual poison when you were thinking that this was somehow gonna save people and save the world is so insane that that wouldn't bother you but you are uncharitably categorizing all people who are hesitant in getting an experimental medical intervention that's never been tried on mass amounts of human beings in human history and that there's no long-term data to suggest anything safety Dangers, risks, and also, if she's a doctor, a medical doctor, she should know about the VAR system. And she should know that although there are people that report things that turn out to not be correct, there's a very low number of vaccine injuries that get reported in respect to the actual number of vaccine injuries that take place. And in in the past, that number has been estimated with previous diseases to be in the neighborhood of 1%. Well, I mean, this is all, too,
2: why they're continuing to push how dangerous COVID is when it doesn't appear to be dangerous for 99-point-whatever percent in its current variant here. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've all lived with the flu. Mm -hmm. We've all had it. I mean, anybody who's listening obviously hasn't died from it, right? And this is where the intriguing thing comes in, which is why you're continuing to push the need for upping your booster for being current. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, we also we all saw Joey on 60 Minutes some months ago declare the pandemic is over. Did we not? He, he said definitely that. said that. He definitely said that yet the White House at least twice it back. a week. There's another fucking tweet from him and the White House saying get boosted, get you know, get it done, get facts up. What the fuck, Joey? Which is it? Well, the question
2: is why? Yeah. And I think a lot of it is just to cover up a lot of things because if you could continue getting them, then you can't really separate. I mean, I would love to get you know, a medical study that showed the difference between people who were vaccinated and who weren't and what the end result was, you know, separated by comorbidity, separated by age, because those are big things. Sure. And it does appear that the mRNA is having negative effects on younger people and not older. I mean, I know my parents, especially with my mom, having been through the cancer and the open heart, her doctors told her, you know, she got the mRNA, she got the Pfizer, I believe. Maybe it was Mod- no, Pfizer, not Moderna, but had that one, had the second one, had the booster, had the second booster. My dad, the same thing, and they didn't have as much as, uh, you know, the sniffles from it. Good. Which you're right, you're rolling the dice, you know, but on the other hand, we see what COVID is today. And when I got the original J and J vaccine, there were still thoughts of you know this was a fairly deadly pathogen. Mm. I don't have that same vibe anymore. You know, it's like, and I don't feel like wow, I only had the J and J, and then the the second J and J, however many months later, which
1: has now been dropped. Right? You can't get that anymore. Right? Correct? No, I I believe so. I don't. know. I mean, why? You, I mean, what the fuck? Why was was there ever any reason given why?
2: They, they were claiming that that was more dangerous, but I don't see how that's even possible. No, of course not. And with that one, it's like, I know because I had a, a 2D echo shortly after the second vaccination that everything was perfect. So I know I didn't have no myocarditis, mm-hmm. which was something that wasn't attached to that vaccine. Mm-hmm. Only the MRNA. But. Are we ever going to be able to get the data which shows the small percentage? Because we're not even seeing And I don't even know how you would get an accurate count on this. Because what percentage of Americans, and you can go worldwide with this, but this is at least a smaller survey size. What percentage of Americans do you think just never got a vaccine at all? What do I think? Yeah, I mean, what was it? Ten percent? I mean, what uh, what percent were people I, that were like, no, not taking anything?
1: You know, the 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 figure I saw, but I, I mean, who knows how accurate it is? I mean, people lie, don't they? Right, <laughs> for various yeah, figure, reasons. For various reasons, the figure I saw was something in the range of thirty percent had not taken anything. It's like this would be an
2: interesting study then, because I do believe at some point. The vaccines were helping with the severity, but that's when the disease was way more severe. And I think that point has long since passed. So the continuing of the keep taking more and more and more, it's like to me, this is kind of like being on antibiotics. And my dad was on a bunch of them when you get to a point where your body just doesn't react to the antibiotics and then you got real problems. Correct. This concept. Well, I saw-
1: yeah. That we no, have I'm to sorry.
2: just keep taking the uh, a booster. It's like, uh, is this not maybe doing more damage
1: than good at this point? Well, I saw an interesting thing. I think it was on a link on Citizens Free Press. And really, beside after Joey leading the charge on continue to boost and boost and boost, and even the mask shit, is the uh, the university system around the country. They're really big on this and the reason that was given for this is that, i mean they're they're assholes but they're not that dumb um they they have to stay the course they have to keep blowing that trumpet because if they back away from that even for a second they open themselves up to endless class action lawsuits so they have to keep barking that song you know vax vax because if the, the moment they say oops we were wrong now wait a minute how many kids and kids parents are going to come out of the woodwork with their lawyers saying really fuck you Right. Well, you can't say, Wow, we killed a bunch of people. No, you can't.
2: Can't do that. With that said, I, a lot of people do totally ignore that kids are getting myocarditis from catching COVID, even mild cases. That's It's still nobody knows why. Nobody knows what makes you more susceptible to it. And that's always been my argument down the other line that, well, they're using this because, well, we're trying to protect you from this. And I believe a lot of the people involved think they're they're helping they actually believe what they're selling but we also know confirmation bias yeah might not be selling a good product hmm. but you want to believe you are because that's the side you're on so it gets all screwed up it does and this is where it's like i don't understand how you hold this against somebody that oh well you're you know you're you're dumb not to get it it's like well no because you've it's been proven that there are major side effects and it may yeah. only be one. And I know there were a couple of different numbers being thrown around on the no agenda program, like whether it was one in 800 or one in a few thousand, it's like either way, those are fairly small numbers, but you don't want to be one of those people. Yeah,
1: the the best answer to that. I saw was somebody who said that, it, you know, if, if fucking three people croak from, uh, from bad lettuce. <laughs> yes. At the grocery store, the fucking lettuce is gone yes. for months. Oh, yeah. Right? A, lot, yes. a lot more than three people have provably croaked from fucking vaccines, but they keep on pushing them, don't they? I know. So, I mean, that was yeah. the last time I tried
2: to eat healthy. That was during one of those. And it's like, well, I guess I can't get lettuce. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, it was <laughs> right. at least bagged lettuce. You could get it in the heads yeah. and do the work and cut it up yourself. But who wants to do that? We're lazy.
1: <laughs> Actually, I enjoy cutting lettuce.
2: I'll make it at some. From some aggression. That's true. You get the nice big butcher knife knife, and you go, you get a big, you have to have a big wooden cutting board. Yes. Then you get your, uh, you get the Mm -hmm. knife skills going. Yes. But there's still some more here on this clip from Joe. So for every 100 people that has a
0: vaccine injury, one of them gets reported into the VAR system.
2: I don't know what the number is with SARS. See, now this, I don't know if I can believe because... How do you know what the numbers of things that aren't being reported are? I believe that that's true that not everything's being reported, but this is all guesswork too, which annoys how it's would annoying. you
1: arrive at that number. That's true. I don't know how somebody would get that. It's how would you find that out?
2: Right. Because then you would know if
1: it's a, yeah. a catch 22 there. Yeah.
0: COVID two? I know. I don't think anyone knows because we hear stories I mean, it's so anecdotal. I don't even, I, I hesitate to even discuss it. You know, oh, I know this guy and he had a stroke and the, you know, they knew it because of the vaccine, but the doctors wouldn't put that in the VAR system and they refused to put it in the VAR system. You hear about all these stories. And then you hear about financial incentives that were in place to not just say that someone died from COVID, but that different financial incentives were in place to To use certain protocols, medical protocols, and treatments, so they were in, financially incentivized to use certain things, certain medications, and then if the person was treated, if the person was ventilated, there's more financial incentives. Remdesivir, there's different things that there was financial incentives. In private hospitals. So these are businesses and these businesses run uh, a lot of them. You know, it's very it's a very precarious
2: business. It's also a catch 22 with that because the incentives are, well, the government was picking up the bill if it was a covid case. Right. So. If the people involved are honest, which I know that's a lot to ask for. (laughs) competent and honest in our doctors and dentists. This is why when you find one that is both competent and honest, you want to stick with them. But it's like that to me, you're saying it's an incentive. I mean, I get it that that is when it comes down to uh, the, the details that's true in a way, but you have to then have doctors and the staff that's going, we're more interested in making money off of this than, than treating the patients, and I don't think all doctors are like that, but I'm sure there there's enough.
1: Sure, plenty were. I mean, and again, you, it's it's a it's a dice roll as to you know, these people. They they go through a a course of studies, they pass, they get a degree, but who's to say if they're not like your dentist, right? You, know? you got mean, the degree, not very got good. That degree, it's like the old thing where they call a guy that bo- graduates in the bottom ten percent of his class at medical school, doctor. You know? <laughs> so. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they don't put that. On. Why isn't that on the diploma where you Why finish up your class? The, it should
1: be, shouldn't it? Yes, it should. Uh-huh. Yes. If you're like a lawyer. How, ratings in Los Angeles. That's one said, good thing I'll say about LA is they rate the fucking restaurants from the health department and there's a big like two foot square letter that they have to put in the front window of the restaurant. If they don't, they'll shut them the fuck down. Nice. So, so you know that they don't you know. have roaches at that point anyway. At that point. Cor- correct. And it can change <laughs> overnight.
2: <laughs> yeah. It could no. uh, pop in, pop out.
0: They're not necessarily always making money. And this woman's take on this is my, it's it's uh, in my opinion, is this perfect in- encapsulation of this ideological capture that you see on so- social media, particularly on social media. Because if you do say something on social media, even if it's correct, about something like the pandemic something very controversial the the sheer amount of people that are commenting on it you're going to get a certain amount of them that are going to be very hateful and angry at your perspective because it doesn't align with their perspective and if you say in a virtuous way you know i got myocarditis from the vaccine but i would do it again And there's a lot of people that say that. I've seen a lot of people say, I have a heart condition now because of this COVID vaccine, but that is a rare and unusual occurrence. I took the chance. I knew that there was a slight possibility and I am one of the unlucky ones, but I would encourage people to get vaccinated. This is also ideological capture. So you see that too. You see people say that too, and they say it to virtue signal. And they say it because people say, you are one of the good people. You did the right thing. You did your part. And then there's other people, like Bill Maher, who say, hey, I did the right thing. I did this because it was the right thing to do. I did my part. And now I'm realizing I've kind of been hosed. And you haven't given me all the data. And then when you examine the original data that came out about the vaccine that proved that it was safe and effective you realize, well, hey, that wasn't good either. That data was not good. Not only was that data not good, but it's probably manipulated in a way that would encourage people to think that this is safer than it actually is and more effective
2: than it actually is. And that's where it ends. And I think that's right. Yeah. Now, the question that I still have never seen an answer to was if you're taking a person that got myocarditis from the vaccine what were the chances they were going to get it if they even got a mild case of covid and nobody has that data
1: nobody Which, has that data yes they don't and well, and i've i've not seen anything saying whether people who did get my, it's it's like nobody parses it or separates it out right. to say this person was vaccinated or unvaccinated and got it's just like a i think okay so he's he's vaxed we'll say that uh, he got my, myocarditis from the virus not the vaccine. I've never seen that delineated right. between the two, which would be nice to have. I get
2: it. It sure would. It's such a big sample size. I don't know if we're ever going to get it.
1: Yeah. But I think I, that's a- the other thing too, is the, what they the downplay. And I've seen this multiple times. I don't know if it's gospel, but uh, pe- in, initially when myocarditis, myocarditis began to <laughs> rear its head in this equation, um, These doctors downplayed it as if it was like a fucking headache. Right. It's not. And then so many other guys said hey whoa 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 whoa. this is serious shit. The, The life expectancy after a bout of myocarditis is five to seven fucking years. That's some headache. Yeah. And it's one if you're
2: young enough it can recede. There's not necessarily long term damage but there often is. Yeah. And this is something that If during the time that you're having it, you're unaware of it, then you are way more likely to drop dead of a heart attack or stroke or something like that. I think I mentioned on the show when my brother-in-law passed away, one of the questions the doctor asked was, well, did he have like a cold in the week prior? You know, it's like, wait, what do you mean? (laughs) Why is this? Yeah. You know, so you wonder, it's like, because it wasn't during, uh, it was not during his vax window but he was vaxxed, mm-hmm. but it's very possible. Which one? I do not know.
1: Okay.
2: I do not know, I, but probably one of the MRNA ones. Cause I know they were, you know, at that point they were way more desperate to yeah. get the vaccine than my wife and I were, because they were willing to like drive, you know, 45 minutes to one of the other suburbs kind of a thing, because that's where they were
1: available. And yeah, which I mean, there was a stock boy at CVS. Just waiting there with a hypodermic in his dirty little hand. Hey, somebody's got to do it, right? <laughs> I got to tell you, man, that always blew my mind. Like, to, to feel like, were these people, I don't know. I mean, were, were the people at, at Rite Aid and CVS RNs who were trained And I mean, I've had blood drawn a few times. I've had some fucking jabs, whatever. And it, it makes a big, big difference whether somebody knows what the fuck they're doing yes. or not. As far as how much you bleed, how much it hurts. Some people, it's imperceptible. You know, they're so good at, at what they do. You don't even realize that they've done it. Other people, you feel like you've been attacked with a fucking knife. Yeah, usually I think it is the pharmacist doing
2: it. I guess they have a certain amount of training, but okay. I don't know who's able to do this. The, You know, and what was being done, because obviously there were parts where they had the national guard out doing, and I don't know if Ooh. all these were medical, uh, <laughs> right. Are these medically trained people in the national guard? Or is this just your average hey, yeah. national uh, net uh, guard guys or gals? I don't know, yeah. but you know, this is where, you know, the internet makes it so, cause people on both sides, it's like, and I don't know if it's necessarily even virtue signaling for somebody to say, well, I feel I did the right thing because if if this, especially as a doctor, I remember talking to my cardiologist a year or so ago when the COVID thing started and this, the vaccines had come out and it was, and he works in the hospital. Cause that was, I think I mentioned last week when I wanted to get in, he was the one covering the hospital over the holidays. Yes. So he is, you know, not just a guy that sees patients, he works in the hospital and he said, that it was much more likely from what he saw to get myocarditis or heart issues from the virus than the vaccine. Again, I don't know how you separate that. Right. But that was the, you know, his take on it was that. So I can see if you're a doctor, you're saying that because you actually feel like the odds were going to get you either way, but you don't really know. I mean, this, that's the catch 22 there. You don't really know it was going to get you either way. If you took the vaccine and got it that way first, but I thought it was interesting. You know, he's talking about what kind of responses you get on the internet, and this was a clip I was not even going to bring, although this comes from the Bleacher Report. Well, oh, let's hear it. This is uh, Charles Barkley. Ah, okay, Charles on the internet. Which you know, this is why you don't listen to comments on the internet.
3: <laughs> I am not a loser.
2: Okay. I don't live on the internet. I get all my internet stuff from bleacher report. Okay. That's the only time I look at comments and things like that. I don't ever surf the internet. I'm never going to do any social media. I don't care about that because I'm not a loser. Like some of you people are who live (laughs) on the internet and think y'all opinion (laughs) matter, but I'm religiously addicted to bleacher report. I think they do a fabulous job. They keep me up to date on all my sports. So it's basically a little commercial for Bleacher Report, but I like the. I'm not a loser. I'm not going to read any comments because I don't care what you think. Mm -hmm. And more people should have that attitude when it comes to social media. Because most of the comments you're getting on social media, they're really not adding to your life. And most of the time, they're not accurate. You're looking for information from people who just are not being helpful. Unlike all the trolls in the troll room who are always very helpful. They are. Even on days where we have connection issues galore. We appreciate everybody coming along for the live show. We do. Is this a value for value podcast. Although we got very little value today. Although <laughs> it was more we
1: screwed by technology. Come on, Darren. Well, we were,
2: I guess we were both screwed by technology and help because we only have CSB today. It's okay. Over reliable. And, it, CSB, and, it, and after he sent in his Satoshi donation, he sent in that he made a mistake because instead of sending his 15033, he sent in 33015. So ha more than doubled. We got you, CSB. The glitch. <laughs> no refunds. Right. Well, this is we have we have zero refunds, but we appreciate your support. And of course, it comes along and th- like today. This is on in bitcoin uh like five dollars and 72 cents so if everybody could just be like csb this would be a it's great be doing okay here yeah. a great concept but his note says lethal larry and daring
1: daring darren like wait dude. a minute last week last week it was dangerous darren was i lethal then or something else i forget what i think it was Do something else last week yeah i think it was something else yeah he's getting creative Okay. But
2: Lethal Larry sounds like a cool name. Darren, Daring Darren is too 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 similar.
1: Yeah. It should have been like Dashing Darren or dashing.
2: Uh, you yeah. know, something like that.
1: That would have been better. Demolition Darren. Yes. How's that? You've got the size for it. Go with that. Demo Darren. I like it. Yeah. There you go. Consider yourself the
2: rage in the eye of the storm of stupidity that is around us all. When done podcasting, kick back with the slamming cartoons found at www.csb.lol. Then get back to podcast with the latest episode of AI.Cooking, the best podcast about artificial intelligence in the multiverse, giftedly brought to you by Eminence. Wow, this, this, I don't know who wrote this thing. Giftedly brought to Eminence by the King of Kent, Gregory William Forsyth Foreman, a.k.a. Gwyff. Yo, I don't know if you could say you're the king of of Kent. They might Mm. put you in jail in the UK for claiming to be the king. Yeah, those royals don't like their titles fucked with. Be careful, (laughs) Gwiff. They do not. Maybe this is I don't know if CSB or Gwiff's writing this, but either way, we appreciate you for supporting the Rage. And as we're speaking, another boostergram came in from Pfeiffer seven 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 and says, "Certainly not a pity boost. I think it is." I think it was a pity boost. We're like the stripper down at the end. Who's a little worn. Who's not getting the attention that they used to get. Oh, somebody's throwing nickels. I don't know. Geez. We appreciate this. The value for value concept works. We put the shows out there. You get to decide how much value you've gotten out of them. And then you can go to planetrage.show dot show slash donate. All yeah. of the information is there and how to get a little value back to us. I mean, we understand Cardi B told you everything is more expensive. So when you can, help support the show. And in the meantime, tell a friend or 20 about the show and help it grow that way. Just like tell them about that Larry show and random thoughts and the shows that you like. Yes. And what do you got for random thoughts coming up
1: this week, Darren?
2: I don't know. Probably bitch about my dentist. I mean, that that should be good good for... If we're really? good for a little bit of content. <laughs> or it all depends what else is coming up in the uh in the news cycle. Things should finally start coming back after the holiday lulls. I think so.
1: Yeah.
2: It may just get crazier with what's going on now that the Republicans are kind of maybe in control of the House. We're not really sure what's yeah. going on there. Yeah. But random thoughts to me, it's always uh the it's, well, one, it's always a surprise. I never know until I start recording. But it's usually what is kind of going, what's been going on in the last week that has been important enough for it to stay in my head. Because mm-hmm. there's usually a few of those stories that I talk about that I'm like, well, I remember reading this, so I'm going to go back and find it. And it just seemed to me that was, you know, it, it's just at the last minute gets chosen what uh, yeah. will come out. Because I just consume way too much throughout the week and it's not like I should I should actually just keep notes all week long I should try to gather rage clips all week long
1: but you know how it works I sure do it's like last minute everything's like oh no I have to do this maybe you just need to shut everything down and hang out with Barkley over on bleachers.com
2: maybe that way you don't have to worry about what anybody says on the social medias (laughs) or anything like that I never even heard of that fucking site but then why would I right because it's about sports and uh, I mean I don't I don't partake in their content, but I've heard, you know, him a bunch of times and it's never about sports. So, uh, mm. this was interesting that when he is talking about sports, he didn't seem to know what he was talking about. So, but mm. at least they have a platform that people must like. Yes. And people should tune into that Larry show. Any, uh, any idea what's going to be on that particular program this week?
1: You know, I'm, uh, I'm still trying to, uh, figure that out. But last week's show, something happened that uh, rarely happens. It was posted a full day late because I was undone by my shit Dell computer. Oh no. And then this is, this is, this is so typical there. And I get to the, finally I get the thing, everything. I get the thumbnail. I get the final mix. I get the the show notes. Boom. Right. I go to Libsyn and Libsyn says, you're locked out for (laughs) non-payment. And I'm like, I almost went, I almost fucking lost my shit because I've been using the same credit card with those assholes for six years. Why now? <laughs> <laughs> right. So anyway. Because you're on a list. I'm on a list. So the, uh, yeah, so the, um, the, the, um, the, the, it was posted a day late. So just in case people, you know, missed it, it it's, it's actually doing very well. It's called, uh, throat punching commies. There's oh. a title you should love throat punching commies. And I do, I go off on academia a particular uh, university in Southern California that is just in your face fucking bigoted and racist, and uh, the other one was uh, LA City Council. Um, there's there's two there's fifteen of these assholes. Two of them are democratic socialists, out and out Marxists. And the funny thing is, they've just banned um, cooking with ga- uh, gas heat, gas right, anything, right? Gas stoves, even like new time. restaurants. Yeah, it's sick, and these people are just assholes. And you don't. The, the funny part is, you do not have to put on a miner's helmet. And grab a pick and shovel to find out what assholes they are. Just a few clicks. And you know, it's amazing. Well,
2: go listen to that Larry show if you haven't heard it yet. And then return here next week
1: where hopefully we don't have any connection problems. I'm getting 10 cans and 2,000 miles of wire. Oh, I like that. And then just, it'll have to be a road trip
2: to bring that the other end of the can
1: (laughs) out. Old school, enough of this shit.
2: I like it. it. Fuck it. Okay. That's I like it. Enjoy us, trolls. We'll be here come hell or high water as long as the creeks don't rise. Yes, sir. The U.S.
1: strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. No. Whole world going! To shit! Planet! <laughs>
0: Dude, you're high.